Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone. This is David Dunphy, your host. Welcome to another in our Great Vespero training series. Um, we have Eric Dammer here who's going to present for us again today. Um, once Eric opens the floor up for questions, you can use the raise hand button on the main webinar screen on your app. Uh, star 9 on the phone, Alt-Y on Windows, and Option-Y on the Mac. And then when that point comes up, I'll call on you, and we can uh, get you to talk and ask Eric your questions. So without any delays, let's get right to it. Eric, the floor is yours. Thank you, David. And uh, good morning or good afternoon to everyone, depending on where you are. Uh, glad you could join, and uh, I look forward to spending some time. Today we're going to discuss... Uh, the new 2021 releases. Uh, I'll kind of cover what some of the new features are. I'll try and demonstrate a few of them. And uh, and then we'll have plenty of time for questions. And if we want to get into some other features in the software that we can also talk about, uh, there's always plenty of things that we can find to discuss. So I'm open to uh, whatever it is that is going to interest the group. Uh, before I get into the features themselves, let's review where we're at. So each year in the fall, and I know most of you are probably familiar with the software, but in case someone isn't, each year in the fall, we release a new version, and we've started naming them um, by the year kind of like you do with a new car. Uh, the new model comes out in the fall for the next year. And so it's the same thing with our software. So JAWS, Zoom, Text, and Fusion, the 2021 versions were just released. Uh, running the 2020 version and you had been updating the 2020 version and got the last one that came out in October. Uh, when we released, the next time you started 2020, it popped up the automatic update dialog. It told you an update was available, and it told you a brand-new version. The 2021 version was ready, and that's a change. We've never done that in the past. We've only used automatic updates to tell you about the free updates for the particular version you're running, not the paid-for upgrades. Uh, this is something I've been meaning to get to for a long time, and it's important that we do this, and I'll tell you why. Uh, not only do we want use everyone to know about it, but if we don't tell uh, organizations that there's a new version available, when they go and check for updates and it says you have the latest version or the latest update, then they don't pursue trying to get the new versions. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that either work in organizations, uh, businesses, or schools, or training centers, and they're running the old software, and the IT person doesn't know to go get the new one because he checks for updates, and it says he's got the latest. So it's important that we start telling everybody when the new version shows up. Now, if you had 2020 license on your computer and you had not put an SMA in place to be able to get the 2021 uh, version already authorized, then you were told about the 2021 version 
And in the line where it tells you the version number, it should have also identified for you that your license needs to be updated in order to use it. Now, you can still proceed to download and install 2021. And if you do, it will uh, run, but it will only run in 40-minute mode because it, it's going to tell you that you need to update your authorization. Now, it also sets it up so that that new version becomes the new run first version, and it undid 2020 if you had 2020 checked. Um, if you decide that you're not going to update your license yet and you want to keep 2021 installed, that's great. I hope you do. But if you'd like to switch back to 2020 and have it run automatically, it's real easy to accomplish. You just shut down 2021 and start the 2020 version. You can do that in the run dialog. And the run dialog is Windows key R. And then type in JAWS. 2020, no spaces. Or if you're using Zoom Text or Fusion, it would be Zoom Text 2020 or Fusion 2020. And again, no spaces. You press enter and it will launch that version. And then once it's running, you can either go through the startup wizard or go to the options dialog where you set up automatically start JAWS and tell it to run that version and it will update the registry and make sure it starts in the future. Now, if you had authorization for 2021 already because you had an SMA in place, or if you have one of those new home annual licenses, they're all set up to run whatever the latest version is already. So as soon as you installed the 2021, it should have switched it to be the start automatically, and you're up and running. So I hope that answers that. If you have some questions on that particular topic, Feel free to raise your hand, and uh, David will will call on you, and we'll we'll get those questions in right away. Alternatively, I'll start diving into some of these features about it. Um, and by the way, this change that we made in order for people to get informed about the new version um, has been an overwhelming uh, success for us. I can't tell you the exact number but I will tell you that we have 10 times as many people running 2021 as we're about a week in to the release from when we would normally uh, get this many people running it. I mean, in the past, only the people that are paying attention to beta lists or if they've listened to the FS cast, um, they're the ones that are really getting access to it. But we're capturing all kinds of users getting 2021 because of the announcement, and they're installing it. And um, while our support team has been busy, they've been able to handle it and get through the numbers. So uh, we're very pleased. There's a lot of people running it already. Now, let's talk about some of the things that we can do in 2020. I'm going to share my screen if that's all right. And I'll share with audio. And if I turn on my full speech. speech. Okay. Everybody should be able to hear my jaws for windows now as I demonstrate something. And, uh, I'm going to start by asking my computer what time it is. We have a brand new uh, feature called Voice Assistant, 
And whether you're running JAWS or Zoom text, you have the ability, if you have a microphone, to talk to your computer and have it do certain things. And traditionally, these are going to be things focused with our software. It's not necessarily dictation. It's to do a task, like to make it talk faster or talk slower or ask it for the time or the date, or even tell you a joke. So I'll show you a few of these things. Now, I'm running JAWS, so I have a particular wake word that I'm going to use that's associated with JAWS, and uh, ZoomText has a different one. And I'm going out of my way not to say the wake word to you right now, because when I do, if you're running 2021 and you don't have a headset on, your computer will hear my voice when I say the wake word, and you're going to get this little thing that's going to pop up looking for you to say something. You can ignore it. Don't worry. If you hear a sound, just uh, uh, ignore that sound and let my, uh, you, you may actually hear it do something too. So if it hears my voice say the wake word, and then I say to do something, you'll probably hear your computer try and answer it. So it's, you're going to hear it's, it. You're going to hear my computer tell you what time it is, and you might hear your computer tell you what time it is, too. Um, all right, so I'll do it, and the way... Your default speaker has changed to speaker slash head. I'm sorry. Your default microphone has changed to microphone array left, and we all tech audio right, and will now be used. Can you still hear me all right? Yes. David? And we hear your yeah, my, jaws. My, yeah, we hear everything. You're good. My head, yeah, my headset seemed to mess up. I got a message. Okay, so let me try to ask it what time it is. Sharky, what time is it? Twelve eleven p.m. Now, when I gave the wake word, you notice I paused a little bit, and uh, if you have your sounds turned on, which is the default, you would actually hear a sound play. I don't. I turn that sound off. And I'll show you how to do that in just a second. Uh, you can also do this with a keystroke. So this time I'm going to do the keystroke, the JAWS key. I hold down JAWS key, Alt, and tap the space bar. And then I'm going to ask it for the time and date. What's the time and date? 12, 12 p.m., Thursday, November 19th, 2020. And I'm going to do that again. And this time I'm going to say it differently. So you'll notice that the commands do not need to be a specific word or a sequence. It's looking for particular words, and it sends that information to the cloud, and it goes through a service that Microsoft provides, which tries to interpret what I've said, and it sends back the uh, information, and then we are able to process the commands. So this time I'll say it differently. Date and time, please. 12.13 p.m., Thursday, November 19th, 2020. So that kind of gives you an idea. And then once in a while, you might want, and, and again, I'm using the keystrokes, and that helps you avoid hearing it on your side. So I'll do that again now with the insert, alt, space bar, and I'm going to ask it for a joke. Tell me a joke. What kind of shark likes to gamble? A card shark. Very funny. I didn't write the jokes, folks. I just uh, found some. <laughs> um, 
So you can do other things like you can bring up the setting center. You can bring up command search. Let's, let's try setting center. So I'll do the insert alt space setting center. Add new configuration dash add new configuration dialog application edit CSRSS. So I don't want to add a new configuration. I'll hit escape and it should load the default file. Escape menu leaving menus default left parent all applications right parent dash join settings center dialog search box settings center. So, you know, is it easy enough to do the keystrokes to get to it if you remember them? Sure, but there are some things and there are some tasks that you may not remember the keystroke. For instance. I'm going to shut down setting center. One of the, one of the things we've menu, added in here is the uh, screen um, the screen shade. Now, this is a feature like on your iPhone where you can tell your screen to go blank, which can be convenient if you're traveling, if you're on a bus or in a you know on a plane or you're somewhere where there's other people around and you don't want them to see that you're just goofing off and not really working or you're working on something private you don't want people looking over your shoulder you can turn on the screen shade not everybody always remembers the keystroke for that well you can use the command search to get that to happen so i'll uh, i'll do that and, I, and i'll do it again with the keystroke to avoid you all having your sound or your uh, voice assistant pop up so i'll do the keystroke and then i'll tell it for uh, toggle the screen shade toggle screen shade Screen shade on. And it said screen shade off. And if I on and if I uh, so this means now my screen is blank now. And just for your information, if somebody were looking at your screen, they'll still see your mouse pointer. So if you move your mouse pointer around, they'll see it. If the mouse gets clicked, it will also bring it back. Uh, and you can bring it back with the toggle, obviously, with the with the voice command or you can use the keystroke. But uh, if it comes back, you'll be told that it turned off. So you'll at least you'll know. So if you hit your mouse by mistake and clicked it and it came off, you would be told that it came off. Well, I'll use the, um, the same command I used to turn it on. I'll use to turn it off. Screen shade off. Oh, that that. Uh, I'm glad I did. Sorry, that. That didn't I didn't work. catch that. Now in the December update, that's going to work. When they put this in, they forced the word toggle into this, and I didn't really want them to do that. So we're undoing that, and you'll be able to just use – you'll actually just be able to use screen shade, and it'll just switch it. But you have to use toggle for the time being. So I'll try that again. Toggle screen shade. Okay, so it went back off. Screen shade So that's voice assistant, and I want you to experiment with it and play with it. And again – What's important about this is that it's using the cloud services. So it's not installing a big voice recognition package on your computer. Now, for the same reason, it can't do all the dictation and all of that stuff, too. This is not Dragon Naturally Speaking. This is no replacement for JSAFE for somebody who needs to be able to get access to uh, be able to do dictation to their computer. This is simply a tool that will help us assist users in finding commands and doing some of those tasks that they don't always remember the keystroke for in JAWS. 
And it's taking advantage of some of these new services because these are, uh, this is the future. This is, you know, so much of our computing is going to be done on the internet rather than having to have high horsepower computers in the future. So this is heading into this direction. It's giving us an opportunity to start experimenting with it and introducing it to our customers. And so we hope you'll appreciate it. And just because you don't get the command to work, if there's something you, as you're using it, you get stuck and you can't remember how to do something, don't hesitate to try and use this service. So pop up the, you know, do the wake word and say what it is you're trying to accomplish. Because the spoken messages that get communicated get stored up there in the cloud, and we get access to that information. And we're going to start looking at this information in the future to see, well, what were some of the things that people were saying? Now, we're not going to know who said it. We're not capturing any of your information. All we're going to capture is the things that were spoken to it, trying to get something to happen. And we'll be able to then better assess some of the features that people were looking for and trying to accomplish. And if we see that there's a lot of people who are trying to do one particular thing, that's something that we can go and add in very quickly. And you won't even have to get an update to JAWS. We'll just add that into the cloud services. And the next time you say it, it may start working. So by all means, experiment with that new feature. Um, what, what, maybe we... Maybe we should get one more Attendee joke list. before Use we leave this, too. So let's try it. Tell me a joke, please. Parallel lines have so much in common. It's a uh, shame they'll never meet. Parallel lines, so much in common, but they'll never meet. Um, okay, so let's talk about the next thing, and that would be, um, let's talk about picture smart. So PictureSmart is a feature that we added a couple of years ago, and it gives our users the ability with JAWS and Fusion to be able to have a picture sent to the cloud, analyzed, and give you some results back of that picture. Uh, again, we don't do the recognition on the computer itself. We're sending it up to the cloud, so it takes a little bit of time, and you can get the descriptions of those. So let me bring up... Um, Leaving menus, I've sample pictures, items view multi-select list box, not selected i11memorial.jpg. <laughs> Your default speaker has changed to speaker slash headphone. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, so I've got a, a folder and I've got some pictures in here and I've got a good one here for Hoover Dam. Eric, Eric Flyer, HooverDam.jpg, 9 of 12. The, the file because I want to be able to know what my pictures are so I can go back to them. Now, when you get pictures, when somebody sends you a picture, oftentimes it's not named. It's got some number, and you have no idea what that's going to be. Um, but if, if you did get somebody sending you a picture, you can now open it up with PictureSmart and have it analyzed and give you some description, and then you might want to name it. So I'll show you how this works. I have the file, and it's sitting inside of Windows Explorer right now. And I can either bring up the context menu and send it to PictureSmart, or I can just do a keystroke to send it to PictureSmart and get the description. Now, 
The context menu thing, for whatever reason, isn't working in the initial release. That will be fixed in the December update, I believe. I think that's already addressed. But you can still use the keystroke. So it's a layered command. Insert space. P. Space. P. Picture smart. I'm sitting on this file, so I'm going to say to F for file. Picture smart is in progress. It sends that file up to the cloud, and it's analyzed. Heading level 2 caption is a close-up of a rock. Heading level 3 these tags describe the photo lake, rock, water. Heading level 3 these tags probably describe the photo beach, mountain, outdoor. Heading level 3 this tag possibly describes the photo nature. Link more results. results. uh, It gave a description of things, but you don't really know much about it. Other than it's outdoors, it's nature, there appears to be a lake, rock, water, things like that, it said. I'm going to tab to the more results. More this sends link. it back up and lets it go through a couple of different services. And uh, so it might give a better description. Now, some things are going to be just fine with the first description, and they're a little quicker. This one's a little slower because it's it's processing more. But uh, let's see if it gives a better result. Before I send it up, let me describe the picture so you'll see how well it's doing or not doing. When I was in... Las Vegas a number of years ago, I took a trip outside the city to visit the Hoover Dam, which is in the um, Lake Mead area. And uh, the dam, if you've not been there before, uh, has a road that goes across the top of the dam and people stop and park in the parking garage and they have a store and a museum and all of that. And you can actually go down inside the dam. It's very interesting. And from the top of the dam, you can you know walk up the sidewalk and be on top of the dam and look straight down at the the water and where the you know the water is flowing uh, out from underneath the dam and i was up there and i took that photograph looking straight down at the water uh, at the base of the dam from the very top so that's the that's what the actual picture was so now I'm going to go ahead and press enter to say more results. It'll send it up and get more results for us. Let's see what we hear. Enter. Picture smart is in progress. Heading level 2 caption is a close-up of a rock. Heading level 4 these landmarks possibly appear in the photo Hoover Dam, Lake Mead National Recreation Area. Heading level 4 this object possibly appears in the photo mirror. Heading level 3 these tags describe the photo lake, rock, water, water resources. Heading level 3 these tags probably describe the photo aerial photography, beach, dam, infrastructure, mountain, outdoor, reservoir. Heading level 3 these tags possibly describe the photo formation, inlet, nature, wadi. Okay, so... This time, I was able to learn a lot more, uh, and it actually picked up on the fact that it's a recognizable national landmark, being the Hoover Dam and Lake Need. So it doesn't say that anywhere, and it doesn't know my file name. It literally captured that from the picture itself. Uh, when it said mirror, I can only assume it thinks it's a mirror because of the the clear water down the bottom of the, the picture. It may have thought it was a mirror there. And it thought it was aerial photography. It mentioned that because remember I said I was at the top of the dam looking straight down. So it it almost like it, it's thinking it's being taken from a plane maybe. So that's a little bit about uh, that one. I, I thought that was an interesting picture. Now, Escape. Hoover I've got another picture here. 
um, there was a newspaper article I took a picture of a number of years ago. And Picture Smart not only can identify photographs, it can also, if there's text associated with it, it will OCR the text and give you that as well. Photo in newvisperooffice.jpg. Picture from newspaper article.jpg. So this, 11 of 12. This is a picture. There was a uh, uh, Roger Daltrey of The Who had come to Clearwater a number of years ago, and they had a little newspaper article about it in, in a paper, and I saw it, and I snapped the picture of it with my phone, and I forwarded it to my wife because I was hoping she was going to buy us tickets. Now, I didn't get to go to the show, but I did keep that photograph, and I've been using it because it's a pretty good one. The paper was kind of crooked and curved and not the best of picture, and it came. Your default speaker has changed. Sorry about that. My Your default microphone has changed to microphone. Sorry about that. My headset keeps uh, messing up. Am I back? Yes, yeah, you are. You're, you're good. Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, so I'll send... Your default speaker has changed. Well, you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Time to get a new headset sorry. for Christmas, Eric. Your default microphone I, I has just, changed to microphone. I just ordered it. Everybody in the audience sent him a headset. I ordered it today, so I'll, hopefully I'll have it soon. All right, so I'm going to send this one to the cloud, but I'm going to send it to the cloud with a shift key when I do the F. So it'll get me the more results right off the bat. So we'll see how this one goes. Space. P. Picture smart. Picture smart is in progress. So it takes a little longer because, again, I'm doing the more results. Heading level two uh, caption is text. Did finish. Okay, I'll do a say all. Heading level 2 caption is text. Heading level 5 total number of faces in this photo is 1. Heading level 4 this text appears in the photo con the who's Roger Daltrey coming to Clearwater TBT start with Deva who may be nearing the end of their touring days. But Roger Daltrey is not. The who singer is embarking on a new solo tour this fall. And it'll stop at Ruth Eckert Hall in Clearwater on October 30th. It'll be Daltrey's first gig in Tampa Bay since a who gig in 2000. So I'll stop it there. But as you can see, it, uh, it did a pretty good job. And it OCR'd the, the stuff very, very well. Um... And so if you take a photograph, for instance, of a building that you're standing in front of and there happened to be text written in a sign somewhere, your photograph capturing that text, you'll probably even get OCR of that in the future, too. So if you start hearing words show up in some of these things, you can realize it may have been a sign or something there. Um, so that's a bit about PictureSmart. Now, we've also changed PictureSmart. So that if you go to websites like Facebook and you're moving through with your virtual cursor, you're stepping through uh, someone's Facebook page and they've got photographs of things and those images are there, you can actually, while you're on that image, use insert space P for picture smart, C for control. It's really for element, but we use the letter C there. And it will take that photograph uh, that's in Facebook and send it up. And this was one of the most widely requested features that we had when we put Picture Smart, uh, Picture Smart out. That uh, people wanted to be able to get access to their Facebook and to all those photographs that show up on people's Facebook uh, pages. So take advantage of that. You can give it a try. Now, 
Another feature change that we've done for this release is a feature that's been in the product a long time called Convenient OCR. And Convenient OCR allows us to um, take a scanned image like a PDF document or um, you know something that's been uh, something on your screen and be able to process it right on your computer without using the cloud. This one's done with an OCR engine that's been installed on your computer, and you can take advantage of it. And so I've got a document that I've used for years um, about smartphone etiquette, and I've I've saved that document on my desktop. So let me uh, see if I Windows can... Windows M, desktop, oh, folder view, Windows E, file explorer, items view list box, items view multi-D, downloads, two of AD, desk enter, Mm. Enter. Tree view D level one D downloads let D enter. Items view multi M. Google smartphone etiquette dot PDF. Okay, so there's the document. Now, if I press enter on that, we all know that Jaws will open it up. It'll recognize it's an image file, and it will actually say, "Do you want us to go ahead and process this?" And um, and um, OCR it for you so you can be able to read it and it puts it in the results viewer and that still works just the way it always did but you can also open up the context menu on these things and you can um, jump into it and take it straight to Microsoft Word now so I'll go into the context menu context menu open with Adobe Acrobat Reader DC open print so picture, picture smart with Jaws we had looked at earlier Convenient OCR so to Word with Jaws. Convenient OCR, it'll take it right to Microsoft Word. So remember, this is a PDF file, and it's a scanned image that a screen reader isn't supposed to be able to read. And I just want to say, give me this file and give it to me in Microsoft Word so I can work with it. Enter. Leaving menus. Desktop. Items view multi-select list box. Smartphone etiquette.pdf. 11 slash 12 slash 2000 51 AM Adobe Acrobat document 714 kilobytes. 4 of 13. Document OCR started. Finished. Smartphone etiquette 4 docs dash word. So Print view. Open it up in Microsoft edit. Word. It actually named the file for me. Named it by the first couple of words in the, in the document. And I can start a say all. Smartphone etiquette. We've all been in a meeting where the person across the room is busy tweeting or facebooking under the table, or out to lunch with a person who's so tethered to their smartphone that they place it on the table, right next to their fork, for the entirety of the meal. Meanwhile, you are getting antsy. Level 1 period. Leaving. So anyway, there's my document. I can edit it. I can select it, copy, paste it, share it with somebody, but I've instantly taken an inaccessible PDF document, turned it into a Word doc, and I've got it saved on my computer. So that's a a pretty nice change. Now, if you do it the way you traditionally do it, like insert space, uh, O for OCR, F for file, it'll OCR, it'll put it in the results viewer. If you then decide you want to take it to Word, you can just tab once in the results viewer and you'll find a link at the bottom that says open it in Word and it will instantly, it'll send it back and it'll open it up in Microsoft Word for you. So that's a bit about the new OCR feature. Um, another change that we built into this version, let me close Word. Alt F4. Items view Alt F4. So Desktop. we've had a feature in JAWS for a long time to be able to change your 
uh, typing echo. You can hold down the JAWS key and hit the number two on the number row and it will cycle through. I'll do that now. I'll hold down the JAWS key and I'll just start tapping two. Words. Both characters and words. None. And you cycle through those characters. four options that you have for typing echo. So this is something, if you leave typing echo off, which a lot of people do, but then all of a sudden you decide, and I'm going to be typing a bunch of numbers and I want to make sure I get this right. And I'm not as confident when I'm typing my numbers as I am when I'm touch typing on letters. So I can turn typing echo on for a minute. Now, if you hold down the shift key with that JAWS key shift and two, we're going to cycle through punctuation. This is the new change in 2021. All, none, none, and some, some are your punctuation levels. I'm set to some, but if I wanted to switch it to all real quickly to do something, I don't have to go to the settings center or quick settings. I can just do a keystroke and it'll just toggle it right on. And uh, we have quite a few requests for that. A lot of people wanted to be able to get access to their uh, typing echo instantly, so we put that right onto a keystroke. Now, I'm going to tell you about a feature that's not in yet, but should arrive in the December update, which, by the way, should hit before the middle of the month. We're trying to we're shooting for that second week in December and uh, you'll get the first update. And one of the things and you'll see it on the top of the write up should be a change that we're making that Zoom users and team users will appreciate. And that is the ability to change your JAWS volume separate from your system volume with keystrokes. Um, so if you're sitting in a Zoom meeting and you need to be able to navigate your computer to multitask and do something on your computer, you still want to hear what uh, the presenter is saying. Uh, you don't want, you but you want JAWS to have some volume so you can at least keep track of what you're doing with JAWS while you're listening to the presenter. And the way it works today is basically JAWS stomps on top of the the presenter. And so you don't really, you can't, it's hard to keep track of what's going on in the meeting if you're navigating your computer, unless you turn speech off completely. But you'll be able to, with a couple of keystrokes, go into a layered command and literally change your JAWS volume on the fly uh, to turn it down without impacting the rest of the volume on your system. And uh, that's change coming in, so watch for that in the December update and when that write-up comes out. So with that, I think I'm going to pause. Uh, we're about 25 minutes before the top of the hour, and we'll open it up for questions. All right. And that's as, always, hand. as always, um, it is Alt-Y on the PC to raise your hand. Uh Option Y on the Mac, star nine on the phone. And once I call on you, I'll give you the okay to talk. You can unmute yourself, star six on the phone, alt A on the PC. Um, and, of course, uh, the um, command shift A on the Mac, and you'll be able to speak. So here we go. Beth is the first one. So, Beth, if you could unmute yourself. Great presentation, and I have two quickies. One is, how about for the voice assistant, how about having a way to say toggle or change um, uh, speech echo? What's it called? I, I'm not a JAWS user right now, but I think you said speech echo. 
typing echo? Typing echo. Yes. Things like that are exactly, uh, you know, you might, you, you might want to, you know, say, uh, do the wake word and say, uh, typing echo words. So you would be able to give. Mm-hmm. Is that available now? That's not available now, but that's a great one. And those are the kinds of things that we'll watch for users trying to say. So think of the things that you want to do. If it's something that you're trying to accomplish now and then, uh, doing something like that would would make a great deal of sense. Okay, thank you. And the other thing is, if you're on a website and you come across a PDF document, mm-hmm. is that can you just go right to the convenient OCR from there? How does that work? So you want to download the PDF file. And then you can go to your downloads folder, and you can OCR it right from the downloads folder. Oh, okay. All right, thank you very much. Well, thanks. The X is Viola Benson. I noticed that when I use the um, change the the punctuation to none, I still receive my asterisk and underlines. Is there a reason for that? Because I don't really want to hear them. And I ah, thought it would turn so, them off. Yeah, so I think, well, the underlines, I think, would not be considered as a punctuation. Asterisk, I would think, would be, but maybe it's not. That may be considered a symbol uh, rather than a punctuation mark. So there may be a way to do this through the, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a symbols feature. Uh, hold on one second. Asterisk. Yes, if you do an insert four on your number row, JAWS key with four pops up a symbols dialog, and I was thinking it might be in there, but I'm not seeing it. So I'm struggling. I don't think I have a good answer for you. Somebody else out there might. Uh, this might be a good one to send to support as a question. And, and that would be support at vispero.com? Yeah. This, let me tell you a good way to do this, though. Uh, it's even better than sending an email. If you go to the Freedom Scientific homepage and go to support, there's a support link on the homepage, uh, technical support. There's a form on mm-hmm. that page. And you can fill out the form, and that opens up a ticket, and that'll guarantee you it gets it gives you a chance to give your email and all your contact information, and it goes straight into our system, rather than waiting for somebody to get an email and then having to do that work themselves. It'll be faster if you actually fill out that support form. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, James Duffy. Hi, thank you. Uh, Quick question, Um, two part. Uh, First, is this possible that the uh, Picture Smart will be adapted to um, to be able to say, if I click on a uh, picture on a website or on Facebook, especially, um, you know, will that be? Will it be able to eventually um, process those, or can it do it now? Or you know, could it? It should do that now. Yes. Do I? Okay, so I don't need to take a screenshot of it. You don't need Before to take a screenshot. So if you're on a Facebook page and you're moving mm-hmm. through with your virtual cursor and you find images, image files mm-hmm. sitting on your web page, while mm-hmm. your virtual cursor is on it, you should be able to do an insert space, P for picture smart, and then C. And it will take that image file 
and process it. It takes it right from the screen, I believe. Okay, and then and then and then to, 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 to hit the link for more if it, if you want more context. Yes, and okay. you know, um, Edge actually does this, and Chrome has actually got an extension to do this, uh, and you'll see it in our write up where we're recommending you might want to set those up if you haven't. But Edge literally. Uh, you can you can do this already. It'll it can be set up so that as you move through a web page, uh, these things are automatically processed for you. Uh-huh. So this is really improving, and it's because of the this technology in the cloud that's able to do that. I think it's something you have to turn on if I can uh, if if I'm correct, and maybe Larry Gassman will step in if he's out there and uh, talk about this. I haven't done it on a website yet i've heard yeah, about it but yeah. i have not done it, it but awesome. i'm going to yeah it, it was really awesome i i i had uh, done this a couple of weeks ago and i haven't gone back to it yet but i remember seeing it in chrome because it's something i had turned on in chrome and uh, boy was it good and where can i get those instructions yeah and how do you do it in chrome i'm interested as well yeah i'll have to uh let me let me get the instructions and i'll send it back to you david and maybe you can post that somewhere for people to get access to it, I'd love to. Yeah, on ACB communities, I'll uh, I'll get you the exact steps. Awesome. And and oh, and I'll tell you what, if you guys tune in to FS Open Line tonight, that's the um, best plug I've heard to get into a bring plug. it up. If we don't mention it, I'll try and make sure that we. Yes, we'll discuss that tonight with uh, with Glenn at eight p.m. Eastern on the FS Open Line. Oh, thank you. Very good. <laughs> how do you, so you go to uh, free, how do you get to FS Open Line free, uh, live as freedomscientific.com? If, if you go to freedomscientific.com and do a links list and look for FS Open Line, you'll find it. Perfect. Hey, thanks for everything. Thanks for your time. Yep. All righty. Uh, your hands at present are clear. Hands are clear. So if anyone has anything, don't hesitate. Throw your hand up. And, yeah, because uh, I'd like to know about the Chrome extension and how to do that in Edge, because I no, didn't know that was possible. I'd love to have yes, that. Yes, it is. Now, it, I will tell <clears> you that it doesn't work. Oh, there you got a hand. When you, when it you, doesn't when work for all pictures, but it does work for some. And the ones that it doesn't work for, you can then use PictureSmart to force it up to have, it, have, a, have the services interrogate it and tell you what we believe it is. But, uh, yeah, the... The uh, solution, it is pretty impressive, and I think it's like with your phones. Your phones can do this now, too. Your iPhones can send pictures and have them described as well, and you can do that now in the browser. So I'll make sure we get that information and put it out there. Greg, uh, Eric, you have two more hands up here. Um, okay. Um, uh, two, a person with a 210 area code, last three digits, 629. Please unmute yourself, star nine. All right. Hi, this is Scott from Arizona. Um I wanted to ask about, there was a feature you didn't, I think I heard you discuss on a previous presentation that you didn't mention here, I don't recall uh, you mentioning it, having to do with place markers and selecting from place marker to a oh, further yeah. down with a great with feature. The, yeah, with the, uh, yeah, with the uh, uh, key uh, insert space plus uh, followed by M. Yes. Uh, we'll, Will he, will this will do first of all do place markers and such 
work in HT in the in email messages. They do as well as web. So they you, do. So you can just yeah. So like if you add a long email message with a article of some sort or something you maybe you scanned or whatever you could you could you do it that do it with the in the email message and have yeah. It, so you can so you can copy use it to the clipboard. Yes, yeah, so you can text file. Yep, you can use this feature in Word and in browsers and in emails, and uh, it's a really Anywhere nice feature. Anywhere the virtual, cur- virtual uh, cursor that, is used. That's right. How about if we show it? Yeah, let's see it. Full so, speech. If we go to, Leaving uh, menus, I'll go sir. to Chrome. C-O-M. Enter Google Chrome and I'll app. Go to Press right to switch pre Enter selected freedomscientific.com. Freedom find H. Empowering Independence so heading level two. Uh, a heading, and I'll move down into some text. For over 20 years, Freedom Scientific has provided access to print and computers for individuals with blindness and low vision. Our innovative technology is designed to promote independence, allowing blind and low vision individuals the same access to information as their sighted bears. Are t- about what we do and committed so to the communities that we serve. this could be a very long document. Let's say there was some portion of it in the middle you wanted to get a hold of. So I go back up to the for top over 20 and years. I'll move over and I'll over start at the 20. 20. Well, let's say we wanted to start selecting from this point. We're not sure how far we want to go, but we know we want to start selecting from this point and we know we want to go down a ways. So we don't want to have to sit there and do shift down arrow, down arrow, down arrow, down arrow, or control shift, right arrow, right arrow. Right arrow. We want to mark it. And then we want to move to the new location that, that we know that we want to select from, from where we were to where we are. So the first thing you want to do is uh, mark this location. And uh, let me scramble here to get the keystroke. See, even Keyboard Eric Henry can't remember all the keystrokes sometimes. <laughs> Control-Shift-K. Uh, I thought that was the one. Don't Control hesitate Windows K. If somebody knows the keystroke. Control Shift K. Alt Shift K. Shift plus K. Go to previous place marker. Control K. Hmm. So let's try this a different way. I'm trying to remember Keyboard the keystroke to, to drop the initial place marker there. So let's try it this way. Space. Search for Jaws Commands dialog. Search for edit. Search for uh, edit. Place marker. Let's see. P L A C E M A R K E R. Enter. For over 20 years, freedom science. Space. Search for Jaws Commands dialog. P F L A F C E. Select a place marker. Okay. Yes, it's Control Shift. Escape. Freedom Scientific High Quality. Same page. Freedom Scientific High Quality Video. COVID-19. Empowering Independence. Heading left for over over 20. Temporary place marker set. For over 20 years, Freedom Scientific has provided access to printed. I don't think that that was the way. I set a temporary place marker, so I have it there. So let me move down a little bit. Is designed to promote independence, allow about what we do and committed to the communities okay, that we serve. So I'll move down to serve. What we do and commit to the community that so we let's say serve. That's the spot. So insert space M. Space. Selecting between marked place and, and current now, position. If I do a say highlighted text, insert shift down arrow. 
Selection is 20 years. Freedom Scientific has provided access to print and computers for individuals with blindness and low vision. Selected all of the information. So it was, again, Control-Shift-K, set your temporary place marker, or Windows, uh, Control-Windows-K, set your temporary place marker, move to the new location, and insert space M. And you can use that inside of emails. You can even turn on virtual and Word and do it inside of a Word document or do it inside of uh, uh, web pages, as I just did. Okay? That's cool. Sorry about my confusion, but as you can see, even I can't remember all the keystrokes, and that's not one I use that often. So, And for those of you who don't know what I was doing the, to find the keystroke, I tried first keyboard help, insert one on the number row, and then you just start pressing keystrokes to look for it, because if you know about where it is, you can usually find it. Eric, or, you have another, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, or I use Three command search. Hand. Insert space J pops up a, like a little Google search of features in JAWS, and that's what I, I use there. Okay, another hand. Jamaica Miller. Good afternoon, um, everybody. And I have been using JAWS for, for, um, for several years now, and I just found this really interesting information and I wanted to ask if there was a way to fix it in 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 Chrome or or Thunderbird to see if there's a way to fix it so it it won't be saying uh junk non-junk it says non-junk junk or whatever on your on your email and I'm wondering is there a way to fix that and how to what would be how to fix it? I'm not quite sure. I, I'm, are you suggesting that there is appears to be text each? I mean, are you hearing this all the time? Yes, I'm hearing this all the time. When, whenever, whenever I open my, whenever um, whenever I've opened up my, open up my email, it's this is this is what it's this is what it's saying. So hmm. I do not know. And 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 if you up and down arrow, can you get it to say that again? If 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 I up and down arrow, it it finally it finally will get to the part. It finally will get to the message, but it has this major. It has this the message about junk, non-junk, and all this before I can get to my hmm. before I can well, get to the email. I, I don't think that's anything to do with Jaws. Okay. I'm quite sure that there's something in your email message that's being embedded in there, and I don't think that has anything to do with JAWS. Okay. Beth is up again. Hey, guys. Thanks. Um, I was wondering, let's say that I decide to get JAWS and I'm learning commands. What happens if I go to the – I know that there is a facility to search for a command. So let's Mm -hmm. say – in fact, that may be what you just did uh, Mm -hmm. for the place markers. So can I hit P and then – or can I hit PLA and get to place markers quicker that way? And then can I hit enter and it just does it? It just does the command? Yeah, that's a good question. So I'll I'll demonstrate this again. Full speech. So if I, I do an insert space. Space. J. Search for JAWS commands dialog. Search for edit. Beth has lowered And you hand. land in, a, in an edit field. And if you type in something that you're looking for, and we were talking about place markers. P F L A 
C. So I just typed PLAC and I can hit tab. Define the temp place marker control plus windows plus K heading level 3 link. Speak place markers. Alt plus windows plus K heading level 3 so link. You can see there might be multiple things. I'm just tabbing. Select text between marked place and current position. Insert plus space. M heading level so 3 link. there are a variety of things Speak there. place marker. Define the temp I place marker. I went back mark to the first one and if I press enter on that. Enter. Location saved. It does it. It just automatically sets it. But we do give so you the key. You, we do give you the keystroke right, also. You the key so when you, tab, when you tab to it, you can down arrow, and uh, you'll see what the keystroke is. So I encourage you to learn the keystroke. Two participants you don't raised hand. Have to use command search to do that. Okay, thank you very much, right. Catherine. We'll give you one last try. My question is: with all these wonderful things that JAWS 2021 can do, do we have to be in Windows 10? Because I still have Windows 7. And it doesn't, they don't seem to be working. That's a great question. And yes, for these newer features, these things to do with um, the cloud and voice assistant, picture smart, things like that, you've got to get to Windows 10. And, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you intend on continuing on your computer and using computers into the future, you really want to, you know, figure a way to, to, try and get access to Windows 10 because Windows 7 isn't being supported anymore by Microsoft. And unfortunately, uh, like with older, other older operating systems, they will begin to get viruses and you'll end up having a lot of problems. So if you're going to stay connected to the Internet and if you're going to keep using things, you're going to have to move past Windows 7. Sorry about that. Is JAWS going to eventually stop going to supporting 7? Or eventually, anything? we'll stop installing on it. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that still have a Windows 7 machine. So we've just started having to do features that won't work in it. Um, and we don't do a lot of testing in Windows 7, but we've, we've, not, we've not outright broken it yet. You have one last hand up, and it's okay. Abraham Khalil. So, Abraham, if you can unmute yourself, please. Yeah, um, I just have a quick question for Eric. Um, I'm wondering what device you're using because it sounds very nice. I'd like to use it on my computer. Ah, so I'm running today with Vocalizer Expressive uh, AVA, A-V-A. Okay, thank you. You're doing a great job. Have a great day. Thank you. And you're cleared. Very good. Well, thank you again. We got Dave. one minute left, barely. So, yeah, yep. just to this was a wonderful opportunity and just a reminder for everyone: um, you can get access to the new version on the downloads page at Freedom Scientific. Uh, Jaws, Zoom, Text, and Fusion are there. Um, if you've installed them and you don't have authorization, you can always go back to 2020 and go to the uh, startup wizard and set it back up to be your start by default version and uh, keep 2021 on your machine till you have your authorization. If you've fallen behind on your ILM SMA and you're in the United States, you can still get access to a home annual license. Uh, and JAWS is running at 90 a year right now. Zoom text is at 80. And uh, by all means, consider that and always pay attention during the show convention time because we have discounts for those annual licenses. So if you bought one now, when it comes show time, 
you might want to add a, a year or even three years and get a good discount during the show. It'll just tack it on to the end of your time. And those home annual licenses, you don't have to think about SMAs. They'll always work with the latest and greatest version as long as your time of your license is remaining. So with that, I think we'll end. And I thank you guys very much for uh, helping out. Thank you, Eric. And thank you all for coming and Larry for streaming. And hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.